ready to rise above loud, angry headlines, longing for an alternative to the world's fighting and fear-mongering? Christianity Today magazine offers a trustworthy, faithful perspective on stories that matter to you, from the church next door to movements and ministries all around the world. Subscribe to CT for full access to in-depth reporting, insightful commentary, and redemptive storytelling, both online and in print. A subscription to CT also includes seasonal devotionals, special issues, and exclusive content. Visit orderct.com today or click the link in the show notes to get started and join a growing community of thoughtful evangelical Christians who value different news that makes a difference. That's orderct.com to subscribe today. This episode is brought to you in part by Richmond Graduate University. The field of mental health counseling is growing rapidly. Richmond Graduate University can equip you to become a licensed professional counselor, integrating your faith into your clinical practice. Programs are offered in Atlanta, Chattanooga, and online. Apply today at richmond.edu. Welcome back to Questions and Ethics with Dr. Russell Moore. Dr. Moore, a question comes in today from Twitter, mm-hmm. uh, a fan of the podcast Serial oh, yes. that both you and I have listened to, mm-hmm. has asked, should our consciences bother us about this podcast, given that it's a real life crime story and uh, they're obviously profiting off of off of this? How should we think through this? But before we get to that, mm-hmm. I just want to know. What do you think? Do you think Adnan is guilty? Do you think someone else murdered? <laughs> well, uh, this we've girl? had this debate. And uh, for those of you who are listeners, we actually had a, a really intense debate over this uh, here in our ERLC offices in Nashville a week ago and another one today in our Washington, D.C. offices uh, uh, <laughs> just this very day. And I think everybody is pretty much on our team coming down where I would expect that they would come down on this. So, Dan, I think you, after listening to this all this time, you think Adnan's innocent. I I do. I absolutely do. Okay. And why? I just think the state's case is so flimsy. I think there's not any, you know, forensic evidence. Um, I just think... They're, they're basing on, I mean, the timeline is shaky. Jay's testimony is shaky. I don't know. I just, I mean, I'm not saying Adnan's a, a guy I'd want teaching my kids he, Sunday school. He but. gives his cell phone and his car to somebody else and then just disappears and doesn't remember where he was the entire day when his ex-girlfriend is murdered and then never calls her to check on her after she disappears. They have record that he did not try to call her pager or, or, or to check on her. Who does that? Yeah, I mean. He's clearly guilty. That That's the strongest part of their case, to be honest that with you. That is the case. I mean, the, the one thing that really bothers me is just like, there. I felt like there's leads that they didn't pursue or there's other angles. Like, for instance, you know, her, her existing boyfriend, it seems like they didn't really. Her existing boyfriend has a solid alibi. He was at Lenscrafters the whole day. Yeah. 
I just feel like the case is so weak. You just weak. think he's a nice guy. I don't think he's a nice guy. <laughs> pro, pro, be honest. You think he's just a, he's too nice seeming to you on the telephone. Yeah. You can't imagine him doing it. I just, I'm, you know, if, if it was me and I was innocent and they had that much little evidence actually, and they convicted me, I would just like, that, that would be Well, bad. but you're basing that on the evidence that they have, that, that yeah. she is displaying in the serial podcast. We don't sure. know that that's what the jury has. Right. You know, right. it could, could be, I mean, I mean, they did convict him beyond a reasonable doubt. So they could have had, yeah. uh, they could have had much more info. Now, what I would agree with you on is if I were sitting on a jury having to make this decision beyond a reasonable doubt, and all that was presented to me is what I have heard on this serial podcast, which I'm not assuming is what the jury right. heard. But if that was the case, I wouldn't vote to convict based upon that amount of evidence. There are all sorts of uh, situations where on a jury you can say, I think, I think somebody's guilty just on the basis of circumstance and on the basis of intuition. But that doesn't mean you vote to convict. But the so. case is weak. Yeah. And I, I think it's very, there's a possibility that he, he is guilty, but the, the case is weak. I mean, yeah, sure. I'm open yeah. to that. He's, yeah. he's obviously the, the lead suspect. Yeah. So let's get to the question of, should Christian consciences be bothered by listening to this? What do you think of Sarah Koenig and This American Life kind of doing this, taking a real story and serializing it for, yeah. for profit? Well, you know, this this has caused a little bit of controversy, not in the way that this questioner is asking. I thought it was a good question to, to raise it because it's not something that I've heard uh, anyone really grapple with uh, previously. There has been some controversy over, for instance, a Best Buy. For those of you who, who listen to Serial, part of the, the story is the, the question of the payphone right. at Best Buy. And mm-hmm. they don't have any evidence that there ever was a payphone at Best Buy uh, from which uh, from which the telephone call was made after the murder. Best Buy tweeted, uh, we've got everything you need this holiday season except a payphone. Yikes. And yeah, and that was that yeah, was in very poor taste because I think Best Buy is I think whoever did this in the Best Buy organization is just assuming that this is a murder mystery in the way that it's easy to do. You know, you're we're we're listening to this and you and I talk about this case, I have a, a pastor friend in Alabama that I text back and forth with uh, all the time after the new episode of Serial comes out as to whether or not, right. well, what do you think? And uh, my my latest uh, thing to him was to say, I I think this is going to end as a romance between Sarah <laughs> Koenig and Adnan Saeed because she, you know, she seems to be really taken with him. So I just think it's going to end with them breaking out of jail and going to Mexico. <laughs> it's, it's easy to look at this and, and it's almost like you're just watching a multi-part drama. Mm-hmm. Without uh, reminding yourself, no, this is this is a a, a real murder uh, that was taking place. A, a real human being was killed, mm-hmm. and a real human being is imprisoned. And so, I think that's where the problem came in with Best Buy trivializing this. Having said that, I don't think that there is an ethical problem with. Sarah Koenig with This American Life doing this broadcast, nor with Christians listening to this for for several reasons. I mean, one of them is it's true, as this questioner says, that they're turning a murder into, at least in some way, a commercial product. Mm -hmm. They're, They're selling advertisement. MailChimp. Uh, is, right. is on there every time. Uh, maybe for this broadcast, MailChimp will, will advertise on our, our podcast. We'll, we'll wait and <laughs> That'd see. That would be great. They're making some money uh, off of this. That's that's clear. But it's not. I, I don't think that what's happening here is expensive 
exploiting the murder. I, mm-hmm. I don't think that there is a uh, there's not a glorification of the murder itself. I don't think that the podcast is trying to appeal to people's baser instincts in terms of bloodlust. Mm-hmm. I mean, there, there there are certain. Uh, genres that do that. They, they come awfully close to what was happening with the gladiator games of uh, that our, our Christian mm-hmm. uh, forefathers uh, said were, were morally right. wrong. I don't, I don't see any of that in here. There's not, uh, there's not a dwelling upon the darker aspects of this. I think instead what's happening is there's a, a narrative that is being told, it's being walked through in order to try to help people to discern what the truth is. And so in that, I actually think that there are some some morally good things that that are coming out in here. One of those is just the question of dealing with innocent people who are in prison. Now, again, I don't think Adnan Saeed is an innocent person who is in prison, but I think having the podcast working with the Innocence Project and saying, what are the sorts of things you look at? Right. Uh, how are, how is it that people can be convicted uh, when when innocent? I think that's a I think that's a good and important uh, issue to raise. I mean, kind of shining think, a light on shining a light on it. Yeah, I mean th- that was one to me. That was one of the more helpful broadcasts when they talked to the Innocence Project yeah. and figure out what, kind of what they look like. I think to close, I think a, a good question would be, wh- what do you think? Podcasts like Serial and and crime shows, what do you think it says about our desire to see justice in the world? Is that like a that seems like it's a natural human I desire? I think there's right? a natural human desire to see see justice. I also I also think that there's a natural human desire to recognize what Proverbs says, which is the one who justifies the wicked, and the one who justifies the wicked and the one who puts condemnation on the innocent, mm-hmm. both are an abomination to right. God. Now, I think that that's exactly that. That intuition is there where you say that if you have people who are guilty of of murder going free, there's something wrong about that. So right. when we're listening to this podcast, we're like, we're, we're sitting here thinking to ourselves, who killed Hay? Mm-hmm. Because we know, even though we don't know her, most of us, uh, we've, we've never met her or even heard of her, something awful and morally wrong happened there, and there ought to be an accounting for that. Mm-hmm. And then on the other hand, there's a sense of people who are innocent shouldn't be in prison. So you're thinking through, is is no one's thinking, well, who cares if, if Adnan's innocent and he's in jail? I was saying, you know, if he were innocent and he is in prison for the rest of his life, that's morally wrong. So I think there is that that intuition, which, of course, as Christians, we believe isn't just about morality. It's also ultimately about the gospel, because Proverbs uses that language, he who justifies the wicked is an, is an abomination to God, and then mm. turns around in in Romans chapter three and four, and talks about the God who does what justifies the wicked. So how is God not an abomination to Himself? That's Paul's argument: is that in the cross He punishes sin. Every sin is is accounted for and punished. So He is both just and in the life of Christ, who is innocent before the tribunal of God and righteous before God. He is the justifier of the one who has faith in in Jesus. So if if uh, if I were talking to a non Christian friend right now who's interested in serial, mm-hmm. I, I would want to talk about that and to say why does it matter if Hay is murdered? We don't think this is a serial killer, no pun intended. So we don't think that we don't think that there's a danger out there of anyone else. It's been since 1999 since she was killed. So why does it matter if the person who killed her is brought to justice? 
And then by the same by the same token, what does it matter whether or not Adnan Saeed is imprisoned and spends the rest of his life in jail? I mean, he was stealing from the mosque. You know, he's not he's he's, he's not uh, he's not by any account. He's not a right. choir boy. You right. know, he's he's, he's uh, and I think that we all have that law written on the heart mm-hmm. that would speak to both aspects of that, which then just needs to be developed into. Well, why do you think that? Why does that matter? That's a great. That's a good word. This could really provoke some good conversations with unbelievers uh, about justice. And I think the other part of it that that is important is, you know, we're going to listen this week is the the final part of this season of of serial. And those of us who've been listening to it have been saying for some time is either going to wind up with just a shocking surprise turnaround, or it's going to end up in a a real disappointment if we go through listening to this. So I think there's this, this longing for resolution. Uh, yeah. We, we want to see things, we want to see things wrapped up. And I think that's rooted in a sense that we all want, uh, we all want our individual stories and the story of humanity to be going somewhere to have this, a coherent narrative. This is why those, the crime shows always wrap it up neatly at the end of the yeah. hour. I mean, yeah. we all want to see that. And that's the problem that Sarah Koenig has is when you're dealing with real life, it doesn't uh, work that you can't, way. You can't wrap it up neatly in this life. Yeah. Well, that's a good word. Thank you, Dr. Moore. And uh, thank you for joining us for Questions and Ethics with Dr. Russell Moore. Again, if you have further questions that you'd like us to address, email us at questions at erlc.com. That's questions at erlc.com. This episode was brought to you in part by the Areopagus Podcast. Two clergy of different traditions, Father Andrew Stephen Damick and Michael Landsman, discuss encounters of historic Christianity with other religious traditions. How do we engage with those who believe differently? Listen wherever you get your podcasts.